The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. It's great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Hope you're getting revved up for the midterm elections. I guarantee you I am. I'm revved up for this historic existential election day that's only three weeks away now, 21 days. And there's never been a more important midterm election in our lifetime. So hang on. This will be a doozy. Just ask Senator Mike Lee, Republican, two-term senator from Utah. He's now fighting for his political life in a state that hasn't elected a Democrat to the Senate in almost a half century, since 1976. But there Mike Lee is on Tucker Carlson asking, okay, begging Mitt Romney to support his bid for re-election for a third term. So what's happening here? Well, Romney, who always plays it cute, hasn't endorsed Mike Lee, obviously, and he hasn't yet endorsed a former CIA guy by the name of Evan McMullen, the independent candidate who is scaring the dickens out of Mike Lee. So why is Lee so scared? The Democrats in Utah, yes, Utah does have some Democrats there, not a huge number, but some, and some independents to go along with those Democrats, and Lee is afraid very much afraid, and maybe properly so, that those Democrats will cross over and vote for the CIA, I mean for McMullen, along with independents and some disaffected Republicans, and maybe, just maybe, crazy Mitt Romney endorses squirrely McMullen and beats Mike Lee. That's why Lee is scared. That, and he knows full well, Romney launched cutting even nasty missives at people he didn't like on Twitter. Romney's Twitter handle was the alias Pierre Delecto, where he could boost himself and attack President Trump with abandon, and of course praise himself. No false modesty on Romney's part, in fact, no modesty at all. So we can all see why Senator Lee just might be a little nervous about Senator Pierre Delecto, who has a well-chronicled penchant for betraying the Republican Party. These rhinos are quite a bunch, more like a vicious pack. And running in that pack, of course, is Romney's old running mate, Paul Ryan. Who knows, maybe they would have won in 2012 if they could have ever broken themselves away from their loving gazes at their respective mirrors. Neither one was much of a candidate, and together they lost the 2012 presidential election, an election most said they should have won easily. Despite a growth recession, Obama's falling poll numbers, Obama managed to win 332 electoral votes, 51% of the popular vote, becoming the first president ever to win a second term with fewer electoral votes and a lower percentage of the popular vote than in his first election to the presidency. And Paul Ryan is keeping up their loser mentality, their heritage, their mutual hate of the man who did win the presidency in 2016, President Donald Trump, declaring that Trump 
won't be the presidential nominee in 2024. Ryan made that brave prediction in an interview Friday with a consulting firm, Taneo, that just happens to be Ryan's employer. Ryan, you see, is vice chairman of Taneo, so you know the questions were really tough and hard-hitting, much like the questions that the corporate media tosses toward President Biden, usually softballs from knuckleheads. The corporate media seems to have given up even trying to get an answer on the border crisis, a wide-open border that is Biden's gift to the Mexican drug cartels. The cartels control that border, and the cartels are smuggling in millions of illegals along with deadly drugs, especially fentanyl, making tens of billions of dollars, and it's only getting worse. The top officials of the Department of Homeland Security are politically corrupt, and DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas means to bring in as many illegals permit as much sex trafficking and drug smuggling as the cartels demand. Our guest today is a great American. He's a former commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, now a visiting fellow at the Heritage Foundation. And, Mark, it is always great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Uh, Mayorkas, as it turns out, knew those Border Patrol agents never whipped those illegal immigrants from Haiti, and yet he still accused them publicly, along with the rest of the administration and even the president himself, driving that narrative. Your reaction. Yeah, Lou, I'll tell you what, this is just another example why many, why I refer to Alejandro Mayorkas as the most dangerous man in this administration. Think about this. Heritage Foundation did a great job here through FOIA requests. They got uh, several emails, and one of them is the one you're referring to, that about two in September, September 24th, about two and a half hours before Secretary Mayorkas actually gave his, his speech on the border there, uh, he was told by his communication team that per the photographer that actually took the pictures, Lou, that what was being said was a lie. It wasn't true. The photographer said that no agent whipped anybody. And Secretary Marcus was told that. Yet he still got out there and he still supported the narrative, the lie that was being told by President Biden. Uh, remember that quote that, oh, they were strapping uh, uh, these migrants and they sh- and someone's going to pay. This secretary still got out there and said these are horrific images and it harkens back to systemic racism. And he knew the entire time he was talking, Lou, that it was a lie. And that is the level of integrity or lack of integrity that we have come to expect throughout the entire Biden administration. Mayorkas is a principal uh, prominent amongst uh, a, a, a gathering of liars and uh, lowlifes that make up this administration, Marxist lowlifes, I should say, just to bring their ideology into context. But one of the things I think people don't recall is what the President of the United States had said uh, about that incident uh, months before, it, uh, saying, it was horrible what you saw. This is the President of the United States. It was horrible what you saw to see people treated like they did, horses nearly running them over and people being strapped. It's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. I haven't heard him say a damn thing even close to that about the cartels who are shipping these people into this country by the millions. This man, I, I, I give him some slack for being impaired and just a puppet. But his ignorance is now at a level that I would consider highly dangerous uh, to American society, the nation itself. 
Yeah, Lou, I completely agree. Look, at some point, whether he's impaired or not, he is the leader of this country, and it's his responsibility to make sure that he has people underneath him that are coming forth and being honest with him. That's his responsibility. And if the people below him are not being honest and they're not being transparent with him, they're sure as heck not being honest and transparent with the American people. And I couldn't agree more with you on the cartels. What we have right now happening on our border, and this is another false narrative that they want to push out to the American people, that somehow you can be for border security, yet support illegal immigration. That's a fiction. It's a lie. It's absolutely a false narrative. One drives the other. They're not disconnected. As illegal immigration goes up, resources are pulled off the line. Our ability to effectively secure our border from bad things and bad people from coming in are diminished. Right now, as you said, the cartels literally have operational control of large areas of our southwest border. And they've been handed that operational control because of this administration's illegal immigration policies. That's the truth. That's the fact. That's reality. But they simply continue to lie to the American people about it. I mean, every single day, I mean, Lou, you and I have talked about it. Drugs are pouring into the border. Criminal aliens are pouring into the border. National security threats are pouring into the border every day, all day long, because of this administration's policies. Uh, these policies are, are to what end? Uh, one can't even begin to imagine. A wide open border, uh, sex trafficking, human smuggling, illegal aliens crossing the border by we know the millions, not the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. Deadly drugs, principally fentanyl, killing hundreds of thousands of Americans uh, over the last several years. Uh, and there is no response from this administration. And, and people wonder why the Democrat Party is considered uh, a vile and e evil uh, entity. Uh, it is filled. Its leadership with Marxist Dems. Uh, they control the House, the Senate, the White House, the deep state. And right now, America is lying vulnerable to to international forces that mean us harm, uh, who are outright enemies, whether we're talking about Iran, uh, Venezuela, uh, China, Russia. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, Lou, I'm with you uh, that, that with respect to the being vile. And he, here's why I'm in agreement with you is because. I know this administration knows that that what their open border policies were going to cause. I know that because I was there as the commissioner. And as the transition to the Biden administration was happening, we provided them over 200 briefings. The majority of those within DHS was about border security. We warned them and we told them if they did what they say they were going to do during the campaign, that they were going to cause a catastrophic crisis at our border and they were going to jeopardize every aspect of our nation's public health, safety, and national security. We told them, Lou, and they know it and they did it anyway. And at the end of the day, there's no other reason why they did it except they see a perceived political benefit. Look, illegal aliens are counted as part of the census we know, and they believe that every single illegal alien they find a pathway to citizenship, they believe it's going to equate to a Democratic vote. So this is about perpetual power for the Democratic Party. That's why they're disgusting to me. That's why they're vile and evil to me, because this is about votes and they're jeopardizing our country for votes. Literally, as you said, Americans are dying Every single day when it comes to drugs, it's equivalent of a 747 crashing and everybody dying on board every 24 hours. Yet this administration basically denies what's happening in our southwest border. They deny it, by, but at the same time, they are the authors of all yep. of that tragedy and pain. 
that is being inflicted on uh, Americans uh, by the drug cartels working with the communist, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, uh, creating, manufacturing, and distributing fentanyl into this country. They mean to kill as many Americans as they can, uh, and to to make uh, helpless addicts of, of the rest. Uh, and it goes on and on without comment from either Democrat uh, office holders uh, for for crying out loud the Republican Party isn't uh, let's be fair uh, doing very much either I agree right, uh, look Lou I agree you and I we've gone back and forth on this but but I'm with you on this look let's keep in mind under the Trump administration the Republicans have the White House the House and the Senate and they failed to act they failed to pass a single piece of meaningful legislation that would have stopped about 85 percent of the crisis and now let's take a look there are still Republicans that are on the sidelines Look, I gave a, a presentation along with Tom Holm and some other patriots a couple of months ago to a large uh, group of, of Republicans on the House side. And afterwards, we had, a, we had a few people come up and actually say, wow, I had no idea that it was this bad. I'm like, are you kidding me? Where have you been? And right now, look, Secretary Mayorka should be at the top of the list on their chopping block, right, to impeach on day one when it comes uh, uh, January, when the, the House takes, when the Republicans take back the House. I still I still talk to Republicans today, Lou, that they're still wishy-washy, even though this man is the chief architect of the worst border crisis in our history. that are literally killing Americans and migrants themselves, by the way, killing them every single day. And this man has lied to Congress under oath again and again. He has lied to the American people. He has thrown Border Patrol agents under the bus and vilified them. The list goes on and on. And we still have Republicans that are doing hand-wringing, whether he should be impeached or not. So the Republicans here, they have some answering to do as well. And we have to give corporate America a great deal of credit as well uh, for their role in that border crisis because they're demanding of Biden uh, cheap labor. Yep. Uh, Ill- illegal immigrants will do just fine. Thank you very much. And they're shipping them in here. They're part of the, they are endorsing and supporting uh, the relocation of uh, the, you know, what are now millions of uh, illegal immigrants? Yeah. Have you have you got a have you got a response to corporate America? Uh, have you got any thought at all as to how in the world we can create a a countervailing force to such awesome economic corporate power in our society that right now is setting public policy? Yeah, Lou, first of all, I couldn't agree more. Look, the Chamber of Commerce is still just as powerful as it ever been. I still hear from Republicans, right? Like, I'll give you an example. When we talked about we should enforce a national E-Verify, right, to force corporations and companies to ensure that they're not hiring illegal aliens, I get pushed back still to this day from Republicans, right, that the Chamber of Commerce is, is, is footing, uh, you know, their, their re-election and their campaign. It's disgusting, Lou. Uh, look, we, we do not need illegal aliens uh, to, to, to help this country. I understand that we need immigrants to come in here legally, and there are uh, justifiable uh, uh, reasons why we can give work visas to, 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 to assist with certain uh, businesses. But we can do that legally. We do not need illegal immigration to do that. That's just simply a lie and a false narrative that continues to be pushed both by the Democrats and uh, Republicans, unfortunately. And look, I'll go back to the last thing here. Here, here's what this is about. This is about border security. Again, illegal immigration is not a victimless crime. But this administration wants to, to, to house everything under one word immigration, whether it's illegal or not. Right. Because then if you're against illegal immigration, that means you're against immigration and that means you're a racist. No, this is about border security. But I, I promise your listeners, 
illegal immigration drives our borders to be unsecure. They are connected. They're not mutually exclusive. You can't be for border security and support illegal immigration. As illegal immigration goes up, our ability to secure our border goes down. Bad things and bad people are coming through, jeopardizing every aspect of this country. And with every transaction, whether it is uh, the smuggling of illegal aliens, whether it is human smuggling or uh, sex trafficking or drug smuggling, the fact is the cartels, uh, the cash register rings again by the tens of billions of dollars a year. Lou, you're, you're absolutely right. This is another another area that this administration is intentionally keeping from the American people that they're not talking about. This is another aspect of illegal immigration and open borders. At the end of the day, the only entity that is profiting from this are the cartels. Right now, we're estimating from 2018 to present the the the, the profit that the cartels have experienced just from illegal smuggling. Right, uh, went from about 500 million to 13 billion annually under this administration. Think about that. That's astronomical. And that is just from the profit from illegal immigration. But think about it. As again, illegal immigration goes up, our borders are are less secure. The the cartels can also take advantage of that from their drug uh, schemes as well. I mean, look, this is a this is a multi-billion dollar business. And this is why I keep saying the cartels right now, the Mexican cartels, are one of the most powerful, most influential criminal organizations on the face of the planet. But yet you will not hear this administration mention that. And the drug cartels, another thing you will not hear mentioned in our national corporate media is, the, and there's so much that you won't hear, but amongst those things, is the relationship between the Mexican government at the the Mexican National Guard uh, and the military, the army, as well as then the cartels themselves. And what they have done is turn over the National Guard that was supposed to be, and this was Lopez, uh, Manuel Lopez uh, uh, Obrador's uh, brilliant idea, is to have a, a greater integrity invested in the National Guard that wouldn't be under the influence of the Army. He has ordered, he has now done it, put the National Guard under the control of the Army, and the Army is under the control of, guess who? The drug cartels themselves. We now see an awesome, awesome concentration of power, not in the Mexican central government, but in the drug cartels themselves who are creating foreign policy by doing business with the Chinese, the Communist Chinese Party, bringing in Chinese scientists, manufacturing fentanyl and sending it all in here, waging a war with poison uh, in the gullets of our young Americans. Yeah, Lou, look, everything you just said, I, I completely agree. Let's look just fentanyl alone. Uh, so at first, China was sending a fentanyl directly in the United States through express consignment mail and international mail. We, we all but ended that. Now, there's still some of that going on, but we drastically reduced that. So what did the, the Mexican cartels do? They just started working with the uh, Chinese uh, criminal organizations and shipping precursors directly to ke- uh, uh, the chemicals directly to Mexico and your manufacturing, just as you said. And this is, look, this is another thing that this administration is not being honest with American people about. Everything you just said, the Mexican cartels, they're not just in Mexico. They're here in the United States, and they're all throughout the entire Western Hemisphere. Again, they're the mo- one of the most powerful criminal organizations in the world. In my opinion, they do operate as a de facto shadow government. 
government. It's exactly why we also should change how we go after the cartels. We should use the same whole of government approach, resolve, commitment, tenacity that we go after terrorist organizations. We should do so going after the, the, the cartels. Look, the same thing we've used for decades, the criminal enterprise theory of investigation that I learned as an FBI agent. It doesn't work. You can't go after the cartels like you go after you know, the, 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 the mafia that we did in the 70s and 80s here in the United States. It doesn't work. We need to focus and go after them just like we do the cartels for the reasons you just said. And do you remember how just weak in the knees and just sick and uh, shivering the this country's left uh, reacted to the news that President Trump had actually considered firing rockets, missiles, whatever, into the heart of the cartels and wiping them out? Uh, they were horrified. They yep. were horrified. But these are the same Americans who don't seem to give a damn about the lives of of hundreds of thousands of Americans who've been killed by fentanyl uh, through those open borders of the last two years. Yeah, Lou, th- look, that's exactly right. Look, and some of those discussions, they're completely distorted. I know that because I was there for a couple of those discussions. I know what the intent was. The intent was, just as I explained uh, from the president, right, is, okay, look, what we've been doing for the past four or five decades is not ha- has failed. What can we do uh, as a country differently to go after the heart of the cartels and to wipe them off the face of the planet. That was the the, the jux of, of those discussions, and it was justified and it was correct. You know, let me give you another thing. We talk about drugs all the time, but let's talk about the criminals. Let's not forget, Lou, in the first 19, 20 months of this administration, over 1 million illegal aliens have broken our southern border and have evaded apprehension. 1 million. And let me, let me tell you about the, the types of people that are getting by. In Texas alone, from 2011 to 2022, 261,000 criminal aliens committed 433,000 crimes, including 800 homicides, 800 kidnappings, and 5,000 sexual assaults. And that was in the state of Texas alone. Let's go back to the 1 million gotaways. Can you imagine how many murderers, rapists, pedophiles, aggravated felons, and gang members are among the 1 million that now call the U.S. home in the last 19, 20 months because of this administration's open border policies? That's where we're at. It, it is. It is sickening. It is absolutely it is. sickening. Uh, and and I, I I want to tie something together here. How easy would this be to control? Uh, I, I'm going to because I have great respect for you uh, as a law enforcement officer throughout your career. But we've got to be straightforward here. The American government could shut down illegal immigration at the day that it wants to by combining the records of the Social Security Administration uh, with uh, tax and IRS information, putting out a verify. We could shut down the, the rigged elections by having voter identification and specific specific uh, uh, data that had to be verified. We could do those two things, assure electoral integrity, the integrity of our borders, shut down a huge percentage of the uh, illegal drug traffic and human smuggling sex traffic into this country. We've got to recognize that both parties have to be in league with the drug cartels and and with China itself in order to keep pushing this this forward. Because yeah, the, only, the people who are paying are the citizens of the United States, law-abiding citizens, and by the way, there are even some Democrats in that group. 
Yeah, so, so, so that's exactly right, Lou. And look, that's why, uh, you know, come January, February next year is going to be so critically important, because now we're going to be a position is we can't blame the Democrats anymore, right? If the Republicans take back the House and the Senate especially, now it's time for them to, to step up, right? And I, I promise you, Lou, I'll come back on here, and if the Republicans don't do what they need to do, if they don't show the political strength, courage, and will to secure our borders and protect the American people, I'll be going after them just as hard as I'm going after the Democrats right now, I promise you. Look, it's very easy. I agree with you. We can address this issue. We can secure the border. We were doing it under the Trump administration. We had the most secure border in our lifetime, and every single day it was getting more secure. We know what the issue is. First of all, there has to be consequences applied to those that illegally enter, and we have to make sure that we're making sure that those laws are not being exploited. Look, migrants want five things. They want to be released. They want to be free from deportation. They want to work illegally, send money home, and they want to bring family members. If you address all five of those things, you enforce the law, you de-incentivize those five things, illegal immigration will stop. When that stops, our ability to secure our border increases. We know how to do it, and we can do it again. We just need the political strength, courage, and will from the Republicans in January. And, of course, that requires uh, rare leadership. Yep. Uh, Donald Trump did it from uh, 2017 uh, to 2020. Yep, yes, he did. January 2021. Uh, and, and really, he fought, he was fought all the way by the establishment of both parties. He was. Uh, and as we look forward here, what I'm hearing from Republicans is they want to impeach Joe Biden, a number of them, which is a complete sideshow uh, because – Impeaching him is not going to do anything if, if they don't control the Senate as well, obviously. Uh, it also will take up great energy that should be focused on creating changes in policy, changes in reality at that border, on the streets of America where crime is ri- raging rampant uh, and rising. Uh, it is, it's just incredible to me that they're not focusing on Mayorkas. Uh, focus, yeah. uh, focus on Attorney General Garland, if you will but yep. all of it to bring truth to the American people, to reveal what has happened to this Marxist dim government of ours and the deep state, because it is, it, these are evildoers and they have torn this country apart with toxic corruption throughout our federal government. Yeah, look, look, look I, I agree with you on, on the Biden impeachment. The, the reality is he's not calling the shots. He's not setting the policy. It's people below him that are just telling him and writing what what he needs to say in the teleprompter. So I agree with you. I'm not sure uh, what that will do because you're still going to have a guy like Secretary Mayorkas in place. So I think we should, if you're talking about impeachment, we should focus on Secretary Mayorkas. And I think for the very reason you said is because we will be able to get the truth and reality out there during during uh, that impeachment trial. Uh, that right now this administration is lying and keeping it hidden from the uh, American people. And and I think that, you know, what, what's really going to be important going forward is it's not just that. They, they can't just focus on um, that impeachment angle, even on Secretary Mayorkas. Right. They've got to pass meaningful legislation. That's why a bunch of conservative think tanks, we got together, we provided a coalition letter that, that really uh, uh, provides a roadmap on what the Republicans need to do on day one to secure the border. Um, I, I'm happy to see that they released a border security framework that incorporates much of what we included in that roadmap. Uh, but, you know, the proof is in the pudding. We're going to yeah. we're going to wait and see if they actually stand up. And H.R. one should be about border security and shutting that border down. We could do it. We know how to do it. We've done it before. It's just going to take their political strength and courage. And what I'll say, Lou, including including being ready to shut down the government. 
We should not fund DHS or any of these other entities that their policy is enabling and driving our borders to be open, killing Americans every single day. No, that's got to be on the table. Shut down the government until they reverse course and secure our borders. Yeah, and, and by shut down, the, I mean, actually, the House has the appropriations yep. power to go through and straighten out the FBI in pretty, in pretty quick order uh, if they've got the political guts and will. And I'm not convinced they do, and I'm not convinced they have the leadership to do so. Either the Senate, if we happen to get lucky and win control of the Senate back, uh, and the House of Representatives as well. As always, we give our guests the last word here, Mark, and I'm always delighted to hear all of your words. Uh, your concluding thoughts, if you will. Look, first and foremost, the, the, your, your listeners need to understand that this is about border security. And this White House and Secretary Marcus and over, open border advocates have hijacked their compassion, right? Because right now, when you think about the southwest border, they make people visualize a, a mother and, and, and with their, their, their uh, um, minor children. And they think about this poor, vulnerable migrant, uh, that somehow illegal immigration is a victimless crime. And it's not. The, the compassion is misguided. Please know and understand every single illegal alien that comes across our southwest border, resources are pulled off the line. And we're literally handing more operational control over to the cartels so that bad things and bad people can come in. We've got to shut down illegal immigration, which will allow us to secure our border. I'm all for legal immigration. Let's have those discussions all day long about how we can improve our legal immigration system. But we cannot be for and supportive of illegal immigration. Americans and migrants are dying because of that. And it spills over as well. And our next our next visit, if we can, I'd like to take up the role of the FBI and the Department of Justice, falsifying all sorts of data. Uh, including uh, criminal histories of both illegal aliens and uh, native-born criminals, if you will, absolutely lying to the American people on that and so much more, but all playing a part in this discussion about uh, illegal immigration, uh, border security, and, of course, the integrity of a government that is now bereft of any vestige of integrity. Agreed. Mark Morgan. Great American, we thank you for being with us and all that you do for the country. And you have too, fun. Lou. You too, Lou. I miss you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Tomorrow, our guest will be Peter Navarro, former presidential advisor accosted by the FBI, indicted for a contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with a January 6th committee subpoena. Please be with us. You will want to hear the latest from Peter it's quite a story. Peter's a great American. Join him and us here tomorrow. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America.